what are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel, take a fly, ship me trace it out of Zion. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to Fantasy Fuel. We are down to four teams in the actual NFL postseason, but we've got a long <laughs> way before fantasy starts back up again. So we're going to have to pick some yeah. things to talk about, and I think we're going to mostly talk about the teams that played in one of the most surprising games of the weekend, Titans and Ravens. What a game that was. It was an amazing start, and it really just kind of kept on going. <laughs> it was a crazy, crazy game, but I tell you what, the two quarterbacks that play in that game are going to be very big keys to next year and when it comes to fantasy football. So I wouldn't mind starting there if you wouldn't mind starting there. Of course. We can talk there. about Lamar Jackson. We've talked about Ryan Tannehill before. We don't need to go too in-depth on him. But because of his performances in the playoffs, we have to at least go there. Because he has, what, less than 200 yards of passing in two playoff wins? Right. While Derrick Henry has just been rolling over people. So... I don't know if it's an indication of what's ahead for next season for Tannehill as much as it's been working with Derrick Henry. Well, I think Tannehill, depending – okay, let's first of all, he's going to be on the Titans. I, there's no question in my mind. I already discussed that last week. Second, I think with him he's going to have a successful season next year. Now, he's not going to get 40 points per game every single time, but – I would assume he's either going to get, and this is where it's hard to predict things, but I assume he's going to either get overdrafted or underdrafted. Like, and that's a good thing. If he's overdrafted, so be it. Let it happen. Underdrafted, that's a value. And with Lamar Jackson, it's 100% going to be overdrafted. I hate to say it. I think he's going to be stellar still, but. I don't. I there's no question to me. He's going to be the first or second quarterback taken off the board next year, and the other guy will probably be Mahomes because after what we just saw yeah, in this yeah. last game, we'll Mahomes get into that in the other other podcast drafted. we do. Yeah. Nope. Um, Tannehill is looking great. He's at least going to get franchise tagged. I think they want to give him a long term contract. Yeah, but. They have to be scared a little bit because of the years in Miami where he was probably just wasting away under terrible coaching and management. Um, so he'll be back there no matter what. Whether we see the same type of offense is a big question. Uh, Derrick Henry, as great as he has been, and we'll get into some of his numbers in a little bit, I don't think he can keep this up for a full 16-game season. He has hit his stride right now, and it's at the perfect time. It looks weird. The 9-7 and seven Titans are playing for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Right. It looks weird, but their record is actually a lot worse than what they played the last 10 games of the season once Tannehill took over. I mean, if they would have lost, like, 
any one of those games down the stretch, yeah. like the one against mm-hmm. the Chargers where they had the goal line stands. They would have lost that one. They wouldn't have made the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's teams like the Jets just looking like we could have been nine and seven. We could have been in the same spot that the it's Titans possible. were in. So yeah. they got hot at the right time, just like, you know, years ago with the Giants, you know, kind of rolling in as the sixth seed or whatever yeah. and just making a postseason run. And we're seeing it again. Maybe this is the year that another uh, sixth seed makes it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I'm not putting anything past them right now. The defense looked amazing. And, yeah, well, we can get into that to the next episode right. when we talk about <laughs> the actual NFL. But, wow, that was that was such a great display of football all around, and I wasn't expecting it. No. no. Um, so what do you think we can expect from Tannehill next year with the weapons he's got? Um, obviously, Derrick Henry is going to need to get Derrick you know Henry, re-signed yeah. and play as well as he did, and if all that happens, do you think we get another top five quarterback performance out of him? Well, like I said, I think it was last week, if you put the average, put it on average, he wasn't just top five. He was the number two uh, quarterback in the league for fantasy football behind Lamar Jackson. So this last week, we just had Lamar Jackson against Tannehill, and Tannehill prevailed as far as the win, but Lamar Jackson still got, I believe, more fantasy points. Oh, yeah, he got plenty so, more fantasy points, but neither one of them were great as far as – quarterback on their football team right right right. Tannehill had a couple of great plays but he only needed to do so much and they still were going to get that win I think and this is where it's like I said it's hard to project what where Tannehill's going to go because he's had such a great end of the season and the fact if they make the Super Bowl I mean everything's going to be wow look at Tannehill look at Henry and both of these guys are going to be projected higher uh maybe not Henry's not going to be higher than what he's supposed to be he's going to fall wherever he is and that's probably worth it but with Tannehill if he goes if he's in the top five for drafting that's a problem he shouldn't be that high I don't know if he's going to be in the top five next year but that's that's the only real weapon I see that he has as is Brown. There's not a lot else there that I can absolutely trust in. And I know they got some offseason work to do to get some of that more trusting receivers for him. But he's he's done really well this last season. I want him to be extremely successful because I think this was one of these things that we, me and you both have – kind of predicted that he was going to come in and be successful we didn't know he's going to have this kind of fantasy we didn't know fantasy success was going to be off the charts like it was but we knew the titans were going to be a much better team with him right now the problem is is what we see working in the nfl playoffs could very well work during the regular season if derrick henry is fully healthy the offensive line is clicking and he might only average 15 to 20 passes a game. And when you only have that many, the opportunity for fantasy points gets a lot less. Well, I'll say this. Uh, Against the Patriots in the playoffs, they did what they had to do to beat the Patriots. They controlled the time of possession, and they said, we... This is how we're going to beat you. It was a very well-coached game. Oh, very (laughs) well-coached. 
And I and the same and the same kind of with the Ravens, where they, their defense was outstanding, so they just kind of took it to the Ravens in all sorts of ways. But they didn't go crazy passing the ball because they didn't feel they needed to. They needed to control the clock because them two teams, you give them any type of time to come back, and the likelihood of that happening is higher. Right now, obviously, the Ravens kind of choked all all in all, and. Tom Brady is Tom Brady. So I I just, I don't think you're going to run into that many types of games in the regular season to where Tannehill isn't throwing the ball a significant amount of time. Now I understand Derrick Henry is going to get his touches. He will because he's deserved it, but they're going to make it more balanced than just Henry, 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 because Tannehill is going to be, extremely successful again this next year but i just don't know if he's going to be top five caliber that's why i really really want to tell everybody do not <laughs> go crazy in the drafts when you take Tannehill as the fifth overall quarterback it might not happen yeah that, i think he's gonna have success but i don't know if it's gonna be that great i think just because of his past he will not get overdrafted unless you're in a league where it's just what is the last thing anybody has done for their team? And that's all they can see is, mm-hmm. well, he was really good last year, so I'm taking him this year. But if you have any football knowledge, any fantasy knowledge over the past five or six years, you're not going to overdraft Ryan Tannehill, and it'll be just another one of those quarters. He might be the next, like, Philip Rivers, where he lasts till the ninth and 10th and 11th round every single yep. draft, and he is just fine. So you can wait and take a guy like Ryan Tannehill, and hopefully he just puts up those consistent numbers, and you're fine because you waited until you already had three backup running backs before you took your quarterback. That would be a successful season for Ryan Tannehill. I'm going to predict something. Oh, here we go. <laughs> be before the game obviously starts this next week, they are either going to have to do one of two things, completely dominate on defense like they just did, or they're going to have to score a ton of points. And I'm leaning towards they're going to have to score a ton of points because I, I, Mahomes in that offense, they just – I don't know if the defense can stop them. That is just insane to me. So we're going to see – what Tannehill can actually do this week, I really believe it's it's going to be a high-scoring game. And if Tannehill can't put the numbers up, we're going to find out. And then that's I think this game will dictate how people draft him, at least closer to that area. Yes. Uh, if the Titans are going to win, they're going to have to score a lot of points. Mm, yes. I don't know a defense out there right now that could stop Patrick Mahomes and the thing is, is I said that about Jackson. Yeah, I said I didn't know what defense out there that can stop this guy, and they did it. Now Jackson obviously put a little bit of his own little spin into that. Yes, you know fumbles and whatnot, but that defense just took it to him, and he, I think he got flustered. He didn't know what to do because he's still young, and he's going to have to learn some of these things. What what happens when the defense does this? Well, he, I, I just think. There's no way you can do that against Mahomes. Andy Reid is smarter than that, although right. I've seen him choke plenty of times. But and you've seen it firsthand. Oh yeah. But I just 
I think this is the year for the Chiefs. If they're going to win, if the Titans are going to win, they have to just outscore. And that's the dumbest thing I can you can say. It's like a John Madden quote. <laughs> but the team that scores the most is going to win the game. Well, but they have to outscore. I mean, that's just how it's going to be. It can't be a defensive game because it's just not going to happen. And maybe the best thing for that team is that they haven't had to pass at all in the last two playoff games. Right. So right. it could just play into their hand where they have yeah. no film in the last two games over their passing attack, and the Chiefs don't know what to expect. They kind of just go all in on Derrick Henry, and maybe Ryan Tannehill just explodes. Hmm. I think you, know, you could be right, and I think this is going to be a very, very exciting game. Uh, to watch and when it comes down to fantasy football just watch the key players and see how they perform because this that's going to dictate how they are drafted in the next year but back to fantasy wise we have to talk about Lamar Jackson Mm -hmm. he had a really bad game yeah maybe maybe this will be on the minds of everybody when they draft next season, maybe he'll slip a little bit and maybe he'll still be a little bit of a value. I don't think so because there's always that guy that's, I got to take that quarterback that went off the rails last year. And he's still probably going to get drafted in the second and third, fourth round. I mean, he's not going to slip past the fourth round in most leagues. I'm guessing Just like Mahomes was in like the second and third round and Deshaun Watson. It was ridiculous. And, you know, everybody thought, oh, it's worth it. It's worth it. He's going to give you this amount of points. Well, Mahomes really didn't give you that amount of points. He did fine. It wasn't like he was terrible. I mean, let's see. Mahomes was actually sixth overall. I thought he was a little bit higher than that. But. Jameis Winston was higher, which is unbelievable. That's somebody we could talk about. Maybe not today, but uh, in the future. But, yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he did miss a couple games, obviously, with that super scary knee injury that we were like, oh, he's done for the season. Right. But but then he came back and he performed extremely well and was pretty consistent. Uh, Came right back with a 41-point game, and then he never scored 40. Uh, the rest of the year in fantasy football anyway, because uh, the season ends week 16. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he averaged 28 points per game, at least in the flag league. I know it's probably low in other leagues, but 28 points is good. And if you're looking and want to compare that to what he did last year, I mean, it's not, it's not close. I mean, Lamar Jackson got 37 points per game this year. That's, That's not going to happen next no, year. No, probably not. I would love to say that. I, the, the the chances of that happening is so slim. It's you just can't expect that to happen. All right, let's go back to Derrick Henry for just a minute. Absolutely, because of his insane last—I don't even know how many games—seven, eight mm-hmm. games. It's been like he's had over a thousand yards in those seven games. Now, here's a list of the most rushing yards in a game this season. This is the top six. Number one, Leonard Fournette at 225 yards. Number two, Derrick Henry, 211 yards, week 17 to clinch a playoff spot. Mm -hmm. Number three, Derrick Henry, 195 yards in the second round of the playoffs. Number four, Saquon Barkley, 189. Number five, Derrick Henry, 180 yards. Number six, Derrick Henry, 182 yards in the first round of the playoffs. 
mm-hmm. four of the top six highest rushing yard games this season were Derrick Henry, and it's all been <laughs> in the last like couple months, and it's insane. I, I don't know how he can keep it up. I mean, he needs like twenty five yards to have the most yards rushing in like a single postseason already, and he's only played two games. Right. So yeah. He's just, he's just, I have this feeling he's going to be top five. I mean, if he's not top five when it comes to your drafts, there's a problem because he's just been so dominant. And these last few games are going to push him to the top five. Now, I know there's some people saying, should it be number one? No, he's not going to be number one. Don't do that. It's going to be Christian McCaffrey. Still don't, I'm going to, I'm going to endorse Christian McCaffrey until Christian McCaffrey sucks. And that's, in my opinion, going to be a while. But Derrick Henry absolutely is going to – he's going to rival for that top spot because I don't think Christian McCaffrey is going to have the year he had. There's going to be, hopefully, a better quarterback situation for the Panthers, and I don't think Christian McCaffrey is going to be absolutely nuts like he was this year. I think he's going to be great. I think he's worthy of the number one pick. But Derrick Henry is going to rival that and because he's going to get a lot of touch. He's going to get a lot of – receptions and touchdowns it's it's going to be a good year for derrick henry and boy i as much as we say it all the time it is so fulfilling to be one of the only few people (laughs) to actually say go get derrick henry because he's going to have a great year yep uh we tried saying it and i got him in as many leagues as i could (laughs) again i felt i felt dumb not speaking up at the expo yeah but yep. it's kind of hard when the other 40 people there are all making fun of Derrick Henry and you're like, well, I can't <laughs> These go guys against are good 40 too, like. people. Like, I know they know what they're talking about, and I understand right. why they kind of want to, you know, roast Derrick Henry. But right. I I was so, so sure, but I just couldn't speak my mind. So yeah. maybe yeah. I'll learn from that, and next year when I, I have that that gut instinct you know like the year before with Devonte adams I was yeah. like, he's gonna be the number well i didn't say the number one i figured he'd be a top three and he ended up being number yeah. one and then this last year with derrick henry i said he as long as he can keep the pace that he was on and he got more carries like he did he would lead the league in rushing and yep. he did yeah. next year that'll be a different story. We'll have to see what they do in the offseason. I'm not going to go out on the limb and say he's going to lead the league in rushing next year, but maybe I will when uh, it gets closer to preseason football in, <laughs> like, what, eight months. It's a long maybe ways Maybe Lamar away. Jackson will lead the league in rushing. <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be very, <laughs> be very crazy. You want to predict that one? That is all no, no, on no, I'm you. No, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Let's see. There is a new hire in Cleveland. Okay. Kevin Stefanski, the Vikings okay. offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. is going to be their new head coach. Does that mean anything in terms of where you might draft OBJ, Nick Chubb, Jarvis Landry, Baker Mayfield, any of those guys? Not really because – I look at that team and I look at what they did this last year and the same type of game plan to me is what's going to come from him. 
because the Vikings, if you look, they tried to run with Cook, and it, if it worked, it worked. They went with it, and Chubb would, would, would be the guy if that's going to happen. But then if it doesn't work, they're going to pass, 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 even if it doesn't, even if it's not successful. <laughs> and that's that's why I can't stand, and I know a part of the reason you can't stand Kirk Cousins because he gets all these crazy points, and we know he's just not that great. I mean, I I was telling my friends uh, they were predicting that the Vikings were going to win this week against the mm-hmm. Niners, and I'm just like, you're you're crazy, you're you're out of your mind to think that. And and I said there's only one way. There's only one way the Vikings will win this game, and it's if that is if Cook goes crazy and they can't stop him, he has to have at least 70 yards in the first half rushing for them to win this game. He wasn't even close to that. Yeah. And they were it was still a close game, but I texted him back and said he didn't have 70 yards. <laughs> they will not win because they're gonna have to rely on Kirk Cousins. And Kirk made too many mistakes in that game and it cost him. Yep, that's pretty much I, I don't even have to piggyback off that. We've been <laughs> saying it all year. Yeah, Kirk won a couple of big games, but this was the biggest game of his career by far. And I what did they put up like ten points? Something like that. Right. So it was it it was what it was. It was the Kirk Cousins I mean, that I know and love. I mean, okay, think <laughs> about it. Okay, Mayfield Kirk, do you do you see a big difference between the two? No. I okay. told you earlier in the year, Baker Mayfield is the next Kirk Cousins. Okay. Chubb and Cook. Now, there could be a difference there. I understand it. But is there a huge difference between them? A huge difference? No. Okay. OBJ and Landry, compare that to Diggs and Thielen. It's a lot of the same types of weapons. That's what you're going to get with the same offensive coordinator. So trust me on this, guys. They're going to have success. It's whatever you got out of Diggs and Thielen. Well, I'm not going to say Thielen because yeah. Thielen had his issues this year. That's probably what you're going to get out OBJ and uh, – Landry, I still think Landry's going to have a, a good year. I think he's just a catch machine. I mean, it, I, I, Landry I'm, and Thielen are on the same type of player where they're going to get a lot of yeah. looks when they're healthy and they're going to catch a lot of balls. It's not going to be, you know, high yards after catch or anything like that for either one of those guys. And Diggs and OBJ are the big play guys. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking at something earlier, and I believe it was like the last eight games that Dalvin Cook played, he was under four yards per carry. Now, I know he was coming off a little bit of an injury in a few of those games, so who knows how much that, you know, hurt his chances. But that doesn't bode well going into next year for him. Now, the Vikings are going to have a different offensive coordinator. That could be a good thing for him. But... Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. I know I asked you about the Browns and we've gone into the Vikings. It was a perfect segue because <laughs> you were 100% right. It was almost the same type of players on offense. Alexander Madison is going right. to be somebody you want to own next year. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, the guy when we I watched him in preseason, I'm just like, "Who is that guy?" Yes. That guy. That guy is electric and he's a stud. It's too bad that he's behind a guy that is a stud, <laughs> but he, he's got, he's going to have some fantasy value next year. And I really do think that at some point he's going to, he's going to be, uh, it's hard to say because when you're, when you're behind a guy like cook, 
what what can you do? I mean, you just got to roll with it. And, <laughs> but he's got so much talent, and you can see it when he runs the ball. And everybody knows I loved Alvin Cook, and I had him in a couple of leagues this year, and he did great for me. But as soon as he went down, that's when the rest of my team started going down, our team in the Prime mm. League and the mm-hmm. uh, Content Creator League had great teams and they just started getting hurt and choking <laughs> in the playoffs. I don't know what else to say. Um, but Dalvin cook is not a guy I am going to take in the first round next year. And that's no. where you're going to have to take him, but I'm not doing it. Yep. Nope. Uh, I'm not, I won't do it either. Unless, uh, <laughs> unless I, if something changes, but uh, I don't foresee that happening in the future. But, yeah, Madison's somebody you're going to get a good value on. And if Cook goes down, my gosh, I'm telling you, Madison's a, he's a league winner if Cook isn't playing. He very well could be. Um, if you do have to take Dalvin Cook, you know, if you're at the fifth or sixth overall spot and the big running backs like CMC and Zeke and Saquon yeah. and Derrick Henry are gone, you might have to take Dalvin Cook if you maybe did Michael Thomas has gone to. And then after that, it's kind of like wide open on that next tier of players. So if you do, you're like, I have to take a running back. Dalvin Cook is still sitting there. He was uh, a championship running back the first half of the season last year. You have to, have to handcuff him with Alexander Madison. And you're going to have to do it early. Because everybody knows what Delvin Cook brings to the table, and right. half the time it's an injury. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, can I say something about Zeke? <laughs> All right. Real quick. All right. So I've had conversations with, <laughs> with people that know about Here we football. go. <laughs> Here's the thing with Zeke, okay? He's still going to have a successful year. I'm not going to take him in the top three. It's not going to happen. And I'll tell you why. Mike McCarthy. Now, Mike McCarthy, just in the last few years that he's been, was the coach of the Green Bay Packers, he did not run the ball enough, not even close to enough. Now, he has Zeke, who I assume he thinks is better than what Aaron Jones is. So he might decide to run more than what he did when he had Aaron Jones in the gang. Um, but it wasn't just Aaron Jones. It goes back even further than that. But Zeke will fall some I think it was the number two overall this year behind Christian McCaffrey um, maybe in some leagues behind Aaron Jones I'm not sure but I'm telling you something it's not going to be I almost I almost want to slide him out of my top five it, it's I have to do my rankings and we'll see what happens yeah. when I get there but it's it's really something I think is going to hurt the Cowboys more than it's going to help the Cowboys, and I think it might hurt Zeke unless they actually throw the ball to Zeke a lot, and that might actually help him. But when it comes to running the ball, the Cowboys may be behind by 10 points, and McCarthy's going to say, well, we're going to have to pass every down now. I don't think that's the plan that should that will keep Zeke a fantasy um, stud. I mean, he's still going to – I don't want to say that because I still think he's going to be a stud, and I don't think he's not going to have value. But he's not going to be that super stud, put it that way. I kind of agree. I think <laughs> I think he's still worth 
a top three pick next year only because mm. they are going to be throwing a ton. Zeke very well could be what Saquon Barkley was the year before and catch 80 balls out of the backfield. It could very easily be that. Dak When's the Pres- last time a Packers running back caught 80 balls out of the backfield? I'm, I'm not saying they're going to target him or they're going to call his number and these pass plays are going to go to the running back. But screen game is going to come back in Dallas, I think, with Mike McCarthy there. And if he's dialing up passes, Dak Prescott is going to dump the ball off a lot. He's going to have to. I don't know if Jason Witten's going to be back. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to sign Amari Cooper. If Michael Gallup is the number one there, it's going to be tough going for the wide receivers, and there's going to be a lot of balls for those short and intermediate routes, and Zeke could very well get, like I said, like 80 catches next year. I'm not saying it's 100%, but I could definitely see that happen. I, just, I'd rather not risk it with him. For me, because that's just kind of where it is. I think he's going to have success, like I said, but it's just there's so much risk in my eyes with him because of McCarthy. I'm seeing Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette even, uh, Nick Chubb. I mean, Barkley could get right back on the same page. Mark Ingram wasn't terrible this last year. Shoot, somebody young like Miles Sanders yes. <laughs> for the Philadelphia Eagles. That, I mean, these are We'll all do that next things. week. <laughs> well, sure, that's fine. But I'm just saying these are all positive things out of these guys that I can see coming up in the future where Zeke I just see falling back so to me the value doesn't stay where it was I think it falls back just a smidge not saying I wouldn't have him on my team now that's probably going to benefit anybody that has your same line of thought because he's still going to go in the top three four or five no matter what league you're in he's still gonna go there so if you are sure that he's gonna drop off that can only benefit you if you were behind uh, the order and you can take well i had henry ranked above zeke and zeke went before my pick so perfect i'll take derrick henry i mean if that's the way it goes that could benefit you greatly by not having a high pick in the first round next year. And it's not just uh, snake drafts and stuff like that. I mean, if you're doing an auction draft, maybe you don't pay so much for them because you just say, okay, this guy's going to go all in on him. I'm going to back off. I'm going to go get Derrick Henry, and I can pay close to the same price, maybe less than that, and have a better value because I do believe he will be a better value next year. Now, before we end this portion of our podcast i just have to say i i need to cut back on the leagues that i did this year but i really (laughs) want to do the league that i did last year the super flex auction draft i want to do that same exact setup and see where those guys go this year because i probably if you look back at what i paid for them what they're going to go for this year is going mm. to be outrageous, mm. and there is zero chance I could have gotten all those guys no. on the same team for this coming season. Because yep. you're talking about yeah. Christian McCaffrey, Derek Henry, <laughs> Mark right. Ingram, Aaron Jones. Mm. I got them all on the same team this last year, and yep. Aaron Jones and Derek Henry were steals compared to Yo, what they ended up huge. to at the end of the season. So we will talk about some rookie running backs from this year next week. That was a great idea because 
there's a lot to talk about, and there's a lot to <laughs> unwrap in these guys, especially down the stretch. Some of them were really good, and some of them kind of faded away. But we'll talk about that next week. That's perfect. Now we're going to be doing our NFL, 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 all NFL show here in just a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for listening. Anybody that's on Twitch, thank you for watching. We appreciate it. Uh, And, yeah, uh, stick around. We'll be doing just NFL in just a minute.